Welcome to the Book Hub, an online event space hosted by Luther Seminary. Hello and welcome uh, to this Faith Lead Book Hub event. Today we are focused on hope in vulnerable bodies, addiction, illness, and exhaustion. During this National Drug and Alcohol Awareness and Recovery Month in the United States, Faith Lead is hosting conversations about faith, addiction, and recovery, and more broadly, hope. Every Christian has a role to play in sowing hope in our faith communities and making space for recovery. I am now going to introduce to you our third author. Marianne McKibben Dana is a writer, free range pastor, speaker, and coach. She has written three books. And today we are highlighting the one that just launched called Hope, a User's Manual. It is your turn. All right. Thank you so much. And I want to thank Christina for helping us go so deep, so fast. You just took us right there. I am really thankful. And I want to thank Jeff so much for the gift of desperation. I am going to take that phrase with me. Um, it would have been helpful when I was writing the book because it was just right in the line of, of a lot of what I was working with. But I'm so grateful to have it now. But also want to thank you, Jeff, for introducing yourself. Um, my name is Jeff and I'm an alcoholic. It took me right back to my own father who introduced himself that way. And he used his full name and was very open um, in his own recovery. And so um, thank you for, for connecting this presentation with my own personal history of um, experiencing that recovery journey with him. Uh, so thank you. I suspect that Christina and Jeff would agree with me that, that as authors, we often write the book that we would want to read, that we were yearning for. And so the book, Hope, A User's Manual, really grew out of that. It was my attempt to write myself back into a sense of hope after a very difficult uh, few years, um, including uh, walking with our oldest child uh, through uh, a very debilitating depression and anxiety journey during the teenage years. In fact, I can remember doing that five senses practice actually Christina with Caroline at a at a at a night when the anxiety had had spun Caroline up so profoundly and we just needed to ground in what can you see right now what can you hear right now what can you feel it uh it took me right back there so the book grew out of that the book grew out of COVID and all of those beautiful expressions, those hard things, Christina, that you named so well that we all have gone through over the last couple of years, um, but also coming to reckon with climate change and what that means for our world, um, the polarization of our culture, the death of George Floyd, and that renewed and so vital conversation around our country's racial reckoning. It was all in the air as I was writing this book. And my question was, what does hope even look like when we are faced with such intractable kinds of challenges? How do we have hope even when things don't work out okay in the end? Or when we are in such a profound kind of uh, 
difficulty of the right now that we can't even see that there is a possibility that things can get better. And so where I explored and where I ended up is, is hope is what enables us to act. Um, for me, as I, as I began to explore what others have said about the topic and what mattered to me as I reckoned with all of those um, deep issues and, and challenges in our own life, it's not, hope is not how we feel. Hope is not getting our thinking right. Hope is also not necessarily tied to a specific outcome. Hope is what we do. Um, and as I mentioned, uh, my own uh, history with today's topic of addiction and recovery is very personal. Um, we have um, substance abuse and addiction and recovery all through my family of origin and uh, and beyond. And um, one of the things that kept going through my mind as I was writing the book is that serenity prayer, which was so in the air uh, growing up um, with a father who was um, very dedicated to AA. I'm sure it was in a plaque, you know, maybe uh, embroidered on a pillow, you know, that this, this idea of um, having the serenity to accept the things we can't change and the courage to change what we can. And to me, that is a prayer of hope and, and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, and so hope is, is embodied. It's an action. And, and that's really the approach that I took. Uh, the structure of the book really briefly is just after kind of um, dispelling some things that hope is not and trying to explain the difference between hope and optimism and and hope in, you know, thinking about, um, you know, everything working out OK in the future. I, I talk a little bit about what I think hope is. Um, my my favorite sections of the book uh kind of connect to Christina's work. And I think also Jeff's to some extent, um, there's a section um, called Hope Lives in the Body. And I really wanted to explore what it means that that we and our flawed humanness and our creatureliness um, are bearers of hope. And, and how do we um, experience recovery from trauma, from addiction, from mental illness? How do we in our wrestling with that, become bearers of hope in our own flawed human bodies. Um, so that was a, a favorite uh, section to write. The next section I think is related and I really resonate with the idea of hope as a story, hope as a narrative that we live within. Um, and our lives are narratives that we live within and our, you know, for those of us who are Christian, we live within a Christian story that is going somewhere. And we may be in that middle place of the story for a very, very, very long time, but that story really matters and how we tell our story. And, and Christina, as you were talking, I was thinking about all of the work around trauma and, and post-traumatic stress. And, and what happens is we get stuck in a, a kind of um, story that we can't tell any, any different way. Um, and so how do we, how do we, um, work through that so that we can get to a, a different kind of story for ourselves. I, I just ran across uh, a friend shared this quote with me uh, that really resonated with this section of, of the book. Um, it's from Harold Clark Goddard, who said, the destiny of the world is determined less by the battles that are lost and won than by the stories it loves and believes in. The destiny of the world is determined less by the battles that are lost and won than by the stories it loves and believes in. And that to me is just dripping with hope. 
um, what story are we willing to give our lives to? A story of recovery, a story of of um, loving what doesn't last, right? Um, then the longest section of the book is the practice of hope because this is a user's manual. I wanted to give uh, you know some some practical things for uh, people to think about, and I wanted to just offer two of those. Uh, two ideas, I think, that really connect with with our topic for the uh, for the day, and the first comes from a um, psychologist named uh, Dr. Charles Snyder, who did a lot of work around hope. And what he identified is that hopeful people um, really employ two kinds of thinking. Um, the first kind of thinking is uh, called pathway thinking, and the second is called agency thinking. And you may be saying, well, Marianne, you just said hope isn't what we think, but listen to what he does with this. Pathway thinking is the ability to imagine a lot of different options for yourself. So you're in a, a situation, what are the different ways that we can imagine our way out? That's pathway thinking. What are those pathways, those, those ways to move forward? And agency thinking is, and I have the ability to do this. Um, agency is, is a, a belief that, that we can make those changes that are necessary. Um, and that really helped me think about um, hope as, as something we live out. Because, you know, I, I read that list at the beginning. Um, I could not do anything to take away my kids' depression and anxiety. And I could not help this pandemic end any faster. <laughs> and climate change is so much bigger than all of us. And yet, what did give me hope is, is thinking about what can I do right now? What is within my control right now? Again, back to that serenity prayer. What can I not change, but what do I have the capacity to change? And, and Jeff, you know, sometimes it's just being able to pray, God help me. Sometimes that's that's all that we're capable of, of doing, and sometimes that's all that needs need be done in that moment. Um, but what this idea of agency and pathway thinking leads me to uh, to think about, which is very resonant, and something else that I heard again and again growing up with a, a father in recovery, is the idea of one day at a time. And so, pathway thinking and agency thinking can happen in a very close in way. This is not 20 steps down the road. This is the next step, uh, the next right thing. Um, and in addition to quoting uh, theologians and scripture, I quote uh, the Disney movie Frozen 2 in my book because there's a beautiful song uh, by you know Anna who is in a very, very difficult place. And she says, I just can, need to do the next right thing. Um, and I have a friend who is a, um, she's in recovery herself, is a, a, a drug abuse counselor. And she said, this is, um, this is the way we make our way forward. She said, you know, if, if worrying and, and saying, I'm not going to drink today is too much, you just think about the next hour. And then you think about till the end of the work day. Okay, now I just need to get myself home and, and bit by little bit we make our way. And that to me just gives me so much hope because it's something tangible. It's something we can do. Um, so 
so those are my my thoughts as we kind of wrap all this together. Um, I love the way our our three collective works kind of weave in some beautiful ways. Um, but I want to thank you all for the opportunity to to share just a little taste of this book that's been out for uh, two weeks and two days now. I think. Um, and it's it's been wonderful. I actually heard from someone a couple of days ago who said, um, this just reminds me of my Al-Anon journey, um, which I, I could think of no better, um, no better praise than than to know that that a little bit of of that uh experience with my father and my father's family and and all that we experienced is is leaking out there in the book. So uh so thank you all for the chance to share a little bit about that.